Broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on His side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to, we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda. A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. And welcome to the Frittle Show. This is part two of my conversation with Miss Vernita Thorogood on race, religion, where our country goes from here, all that sort of yeah. thing. And uh, if you miss part one, please don't listen to this one without listening to part one first. Yes. Because these are building on each other. So please, please, I know you're like, oh, but I don't want to go through the work of having to go find part one. It's not that hard. If you're on iTunes or SoundCloud, literally just scroll up and hit play. All right. Listen to part one first, because these are building incrementally on each other. And you need to have that foundation Mm -hmm. so that hopefully you give us some grace as we're trying to give you some different perspectives from both of our perspectives. Yes. Continuing through this conversation. So at the end of part one, I had just mentioned how uh, we were finishing up on things that we knew, but we forgot to remember. We're doing uh, we're talking through seven different topics in part one. We talked about things that we've always thought things we knew but we forget to remember and what I had uh, where we concluded there was that I grew up in an environment where I did not fear uh, police my brother's best friend his dad was a cop now he's the sheriff in our hometown we hung out with them all the time you know my neighbor down the street well down the street (laughs) literally down our driveway our driveway was a quarter mile long that tells you a little bit about (laughs) where I grew up Um, the neighbor at the bottom of our driveway is a cop, uh, still a cop lives there today. So we grew up in a world where we were always told the cops are our friends, the cops are our friends, the cops are our friends. When we say cops, we say thank you. Um, and this is just how I grew up. It wasn't something I ever thought about that while I don't fear police, I have no fear of police, except I, I'm not going to lie. You know, when there's the flashing lights behind you, (laughs) when you're getting pulled over, then in that moment, I'm a little bit, but I don't, I'm not fearing for my life. I'm not fearing for my safety. I'm fearing for my wallet at that point. Um, but for other not people, because they're going to steal it, because not because they're going to steal it, because they're going to give me a ticket. And then, yeah, yeah, because I don't have money. You can send money to Crystal. I will uh, share my Venmo later on. <laughs> Actually, I don't have one, so that won't work. But you can send money to Renita and she'll share it with me. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> you got to quell that white guilt. <laughs> So, but that was my experience, but not everyone oh, has that experience. Oh, for people who don't know, if you're just joining us. I, Renita, am black, and Crystal is is white. white. Yes. So there you go. Now you have it. Yes. It's a super woke, super relevant conversation. Yes. And if you were wondering the difference between, you know, black, African American, you know, what do you say? I don't mm. know. I just say black. It's easier. <laughs> it really is. I yeah. Okay. All right. So. Um, so but that was my experience growing up. What's your perspective on that? Because I'm assuming it's probably somewhat different. Um, Which is it's actually not, not even a fair assumption it's, because yeah, we're it's just not a fair. Then, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a fair assumption that it is. I you got up, me though because <laughs> at the end of the last episode you were like, get I know, the black girl's a, perspective yeah. when we come back. <laughs> that was a hook. Crystal. Yeah, I know. You got me. <laughs> um, I am a military brat. Mm. So the idea of the whole militaristic law enforcement, it's it's 
wasn't like a big deal to me. And when you are on a military base, what most people don't know is that military bases are set up. The military is set up so that we can be our own society. Mm. So we got doctors, we got nurses, we got teachers, we got everything we got your own stores yes our own everything you can literally never leave the compound exactly we got our own police and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so to me it wasn't really a big deal and i never feared the police at all yeah in a sense of i wonder if it's life or death and i see a lot of my friends Talking about, I don't even want to say a lot. I see specific ones of my friends talking about how they had the talk, the conversation. If a police officer pulls you over, you always keep your hands at 10 and 2. I saw somebody on social media talking about how when they get pulled over by a cop they always dictate all of their actions to the cop okay i am going to get my purse is it okay if i get my purse i'm going to open up my wallet it's it's a black wallet i'm going to reach for it now okay do you see me doing this i never had that talk hmm. see, and, and i, I never, did that's we were so told funny. That. We were told if if you get stopped, you get pulled over, you comply with whatever the officer tells you and you tell them what you're doing. And and this could be because we had the cop, I think it was actually the cop that did this presentation for our oh, homeschool that's so group. Funny. And he was like, tell the police officer what you're doing. Say, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. So they don't think you're reaching for a weapon or something like that. That is so funny. And I, I very much remember that because to this day when I get pulled over, which by the way has only been twice i think in my entire life thank you very much over for speeding (laughs) (laughs) um yes and one guy said i rolled through a stop sign but this is besides the point you didn't gotta even talk about that because that's just not accurate once my mom got Um, pulled over for driving too slow (laughs) she will (laughs) never live that down but yeah i do and uh like my uh insurance obviously is in the glove compartment and and we were told don't reach for your glove compartment until the officer asks you to get your insurance card so they see this and this is what i do to this day i keep my hands at 10 and 2 and i don't move them until the officer asks for something and then i say okay i'm gonna get it out of my glove compartment that's that is so funny because um i remember one time i got pulled over um and the officer was behind me i was like freaking out which I think because, is just a natural response. Yes, it's a natural response you because mostly this about man your is wallet? about to give me a ticket. Yep. Yes, he's about to give me a ticket. <laughs> I'm going to be late for work. I I already cut it close. Listen, yeah. sir, you are... I only have a two-minute window, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I was already using one minute and 45 seconds exactly, of that window. Sir, um, so... I was really nervous about being late to work and then also getting a ticket on top of that. And so the officer pulled me over and I was like, well, let me have all my stuff ready. And so I was like digging through stuff or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) When the officer like came up to my window and he like knocked on the back window and he was like, you know, knock, 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 knock. You can hit it. Yeah, you can yeah. hit the mic. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, knock, 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 knock on the back window. And he's like, you know, like, what are you doing kind of thing. Yeah. And so I was like, he's like, 
I was like, <laughs> you, I wish you could see Renita's facial expressions right <laughs> now. She's face. trying to show you what his face was like. His face was very it was confused. confused. Like, yeah. what are you doing, <laughs> ma'am? And I was like, oh, I was just trying to get my license. Or she was like, okay, do you have any, you know, guns or knives in the car? And in my mind, I thought, uh, I have a knife in my lunch because I brought steak. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not say that. Yeah, you didn't even mention that. That yes, wasn't what he yes. was asking. That's not what he was asking. He wasn't asking about the butter knife. Um, <laughs> but I was like, no. And he was like, okay, just a, just a tip. Just wait until we get there before you start digging through stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, it's okay. It was fine. And so the man was very nice. I had a very nice officer, a white officer. He was like, he saw the way I was dressed. He was like, are you on your way to work? And I was like, yes. He was like, where do you work? I was like, I work at the place that I work at. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, we've been over. Do you work at this certain location? Because, you know, I've been over there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I work at this other location. And he was like, all right, just, you know, be careful next time. He let me go. Didn't give me a ticket. And, um, (laughs) yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's funny because I hear people telling those stories and they're like, it's not a life or death situation for me. And that goes back to what we talk about at the very beginning, that every experience for every person is not the same. Mm -hmm. I think that I truly believe that I have the fortunate ability to have the face that I have. Yes. And... You, yes, you have a and very kind face when you smile. To be a female, like very scary face when you scowl. I look, <laughs> I look very, very young. Yeah, you do. I look young, so I, I think people give me you. a pass for that. Sure. I have, you know, people say like they love my smile, very innocent looking. Like I'm not going to do anything. I'm not, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but the way that I look, I just get. I get privileges that other people don't have, and I recognize that. I have literally only been stopped in Walmart one time, one time, and that was just recently. And I think they were being extra careful because of the Rona. Um, Wait, to like check your receipt? Yeah, to check my receipt. I've I've never been stopped. I could be walking out pushing. My receipt gets checked. (laughs) I do not understand this. I get, I clearly do not have the face of a nice, innocent person because I, I my receipt know. gets checked almost every time. My receipt. Only the Walmart up on, like, by Red Robin. Where is that? Centennial. Yeah. They don't check my receipt. Every other Walmart I go to. No. Mm. I, I never get stopped. Okay. And, and here's something for our listeners that aren't in Las Vegas. We should explain this because where I grew up, this was, when I moved to Las Vegas and somebody asked me to see my receipt, I was like, what? What kind of... <laughs> What kind of invasion of my rights and privacy is this? Why didn't you see what I bought? No, it's just a standard practice. Yes. In, so in Vegas, in some stores, for apparently some people and not all, <laughs> when you are leaving the store, it's like if you have a Sam's Club membership or a Costco membership. They always check your receipt, yeah. um, no matter where you are. So picture it's that, but in like, all the stores here. Even in here. Sam's Club, though, like they won't even really, like I'll just put it on the thing and then they'll just let me walk through. Now, my receipt gets scanned and <laughs> highlighted at Sam's Club. What? 
Okay. It's just I I realize that I personally I feel that this podcast is going very differently <laughs> than some people expected. Than you expected. Yeah. I realize that I personally have a privilege. Like people I was so funny because I was talking to my coworker about this. Um he was saying how he he's Hispanic male. And he was saying how he's had good interactions with the police, but most of the times it's because he's called the police because he was the victim mm. of something. Sure. And so, and just so you know, they're always nicer to the victim than they are yes. to the person who's the quote yeah. perp, you know, whatever. Right. Well, um, and if, if, <laughs> if you have two sons and the one son just hit the other son in the head with a rock, and the one son that's been hit in the head with rock comes in crying and is like, Johnny just threw a rock at my head. You're probably, uh, your initial reaction is going to be, Johnny! Yeah, yes, exactly. Get in here! Exactly. Even You're not going to be know. like, I need to find out exactly what happened yeah. right in this moment. We need to have all the facts and figures yeah. before I give this son a hug because right. he's crying because clearly his head is bleeding. Something happened to his head and he says Johnny hit him in the head with a rock. Yeah. That's just going to be your initial response as a right. human regardless of the situation and that's so funny that you mentioned that because i was talking to my coworker and i was like oh i remember one time i got into a car accident it was my fault and the man was like <laughs> he was a man the guy that hit. you hit okay he was like oh, i just got out of the hospital blah 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 <laughs> and the officer was like sir wait i'm helping this young lady over oh here my- <laughs> He's like, no, but my... He's like, uh, sir, <laughs> go back to your car, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he went over and above and beyond for me. He called the tow truck. He did every like, he did everything. Ma'am, do you need anything else? Can I, I am so sorry. Like, in Vegas, if you're the one that causes the accident, they have to give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. So he was like, man, I'm just, I'm really sorry about this, you know. But it, the only reason I'm giving you a ticket is because you did this. Like, I have <laughs> to give it to you. I because, have to give it because to Because I saw you throw a rock at his head. Like, I have to yeah. punish you right now. Yeah. I'm sorry but about that. You know that. what? If you need anything else, you know, we'll just give me a call. and he was like i'm dying sir calm down (laughs) well so fun fact this is going to be a surprise to some people and then i'll explain why um two two moments in my life that i have been most scared in my life without question one was when I was climbing Angel's Landing at Zion National Park. This is oh. something you should probably never do. No, especially I don't if you have to. children, pets, just or n- th- if you value have your any life. sort of yeah, that too. I did not think I was afraid of heights. Generally, I'm not, but th- mm, I have never. So my my friend Rose was here, and she was like, she's not afraid of anything ever. Like Rose is just like Superwoman. Um, so she really wanted to climb this. She's a photographer. There's this spot in Angel's Landing where you can barely, like, there are no chains on either side. There are no nothing on either side. And it's like, it's a footpath. And that's it. Like, if you misstep, you are falling off. Oh, no. And Mm -mm. she laid down on this footpath and took a photo of herself 
laying on this thing uh-uh. and i i was See, literally I, I was yelling at her people. i was like no i was like if you die i am not getting help i'm going back down i'm leaving your body i don't even care i was I, like i was so mad at her because she so wanted to do this hike i told her that <laughs> i told her i was gonna when she was asleep i was gonna cut off all her hair and burn it <laughs> that's how mad i was at her for taking me on this hike i was scared to death the second and she she thinks the story is hilarious she tells it all the time so she wouldn't care that i told the story the second time i've been most afraid of my life was when i was in a van and it was pulled over by the police mm. and and they said who took the picture get out of the vehicle and that person was me i was in africa and they all had majorly big guns like huge guns in a very corrupt country that had just gone through a massive civil war and they wanted to take me and my camera to the police station and put me in prison overnight. So when people say that they have a fear of police, granted my experience was different, but yeah. in that moment, I was literally afraid for my life. Oh, so were you the minority in that situation? I was the minority in that situation. Ah, uh, so you can f- see it the flip side. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't. And and it's a, and I don't think that's a. F- totally a fair comparison it's not, but because i was literally in what had just come out of a war zone they all have massive guns it's a very corrupt system and if i had gone to prison overnight very bad things would have happened to me yeah we just know this as a fact yeah and so uh, i was on a mission trip and the pastor that we were working with he worked things out to where he actually paid major bribes to keep me from going to prison in africa and but i literally two most scared times in my life that is one of them had to do with an interaction with police. Hmm. Ah, that's so. Isn't that's that so interesting? Funny. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 funny. My experience versus your experience, and that's when we say that every experience is not a one size fits all. It's yeah. just not. But and I also say that having just said, yeah. for in this country, I've never been afraid of police ever in my life. But it's just experiences are are weird yeah and and the thing about it is that what sometimes we don't remember is that the differences aren't always racial a Mm. lot of times they're socioeconomic yes that is so so if you grew up in a middle class which we're both in Mm -hmm. that same scenario if you grew up in a middle class environment you probably were not afraid of the police sure yeah probably it's you it's likely that you weren't afraid of the police middle class or higher if you grew up and you were in the lower class then it doesn't matter what race you are because (laughs) so okay this is something that it, I agree with you 100%, but it's it's on my things I knew but forgot to remember list for a reason. Yeah. And the first time I really saw it played out, well, it's not the first time. I've, I've seen it before. But where it was very evident was, I don't remember if you were there that Saturday, but we, we had a event in a uh, neighborhood here in Las Vegas that would be considered low income. Mm-hmm. And we had a bunch of kids around. Um, and we were telling Bible stories and different things and playing games with them. And everybody's sitting down quietly, ready to hear the story. And like four cop cars come driving into the where we're at. And these kids scattered. I mean, and there was Mexican kids, Hispanic kids, um, black kids. There was one white boy um, and all of them. It was like, poof, they disappeared. They're like, the police. And they ran. Yeah. Like, they were not like, 
oh, a police car. I wonder if they'll let me play with the lights. No, they were out. Like, it was over. Yeah. And I was like, um, all right, well, I guess, yeah, I guess we're, we're done, done for today then. But clearly, their experience as a child and what they've either been told or experienced is not what my childhood would have been. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not. And um, it's funny because you... That's one of the arguments that people that are on the more woke side say white privilege doesn't mean that your life has been easy. And so and it's juxtaposed against you see people on the more right wing side, Mm. I could say, um, that are saying, well, you know. Poor white people have to deal with, and I mean like lower income. When I say poor, sure, yeah, lower income white people also have to deal with this, 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 and this. You're gonna say that this lower income white person living in a trailer it has a worse off life than billionaire Beyonce? No, like so you <laughs> obviously not. Obviously not. Yeah. But, um, which that is a scenario. Remember we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. in the earlier podcast? Well, at least I'm not black. Like, okay. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We're getting off topic, but that is an, that is an instance in which people would say that. But, um, it does have a lot to do with the socio- economic thing and I think that leads us into the things that are easy to hear because one of the things that are easy to hear is that 90% I would I would say 90% I'm just gonna throw that out there that is a completely made up statistic which but, most statistics um, you know yeah. 75% of statistics are made up on the spot yep mm-hmm. I, w- I would even say if you look control for um, I'm just making this stuff up <laughs> <laughs> But most people, I think we can agree that um, there are a lot of things that we agree on. And one of the things that we can agree on is the fact that this whole issue was brought about because of police brutality. So we saw George Floyd. And it's a perfect example because the, the mugshots of the officers came out. Yes. Right. So you saw them. Two of them were white. Two of them weren't. Mm-hmm. And to me, it wasn't a black white issue. Yeah. It was a police brutality issue. And I'm sure everyone has seen the the second viral video by now of the old man in Buffalo. Did you see that I did one? See that. Yep. Where the um, officers were walking, and there was a whole. Yeah fleet of them they were like riot control or whatever and the old man had to be 75 right something like 75 year old white man looking frail he's not gonna do anything gets into a conversation with this person it had to only last a few seconds Mm -hmm. the police officer shoves this man to the ground the old man falls back hits his head on the concrete and you can see the blood pooling yeah Behind his head, one of the officers goes to pick up that man. 
the officer grabs him, pulls him away from helping the old man. The rest of the officers walk over the old man that is lying on the ground bleeding. Those two officers get not fired. They get suspended. And 57 officers quit in support of those two clowns that pushed this old man. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that most people and everyone after the George Floyd thing out thing came out, there was not a person. So if you're on one side or the other and you were thinking that I don't hear any, you know, conservatives, I don't hear any white people, I don't hear any other people besides black people talking about how this was such a horrible. No, everyone was in. And also, and I know you're going to say this later on. Yeah. But I'm going to throw it in right now. Yeah. Just because someone does not say something on social media, you cannot assume that means that they don't, that they have an opinion about it one way or another. Yeah. That you have no idea what's going on in their life right now. Mm -hmm. I have a friend whose newborn baby is in, is in, is in the hospital in the NICU and guess what? Her whole social media page is about right now. Her baby. That baby. Yeah. And please pray for my baby. It doesn't mean she doesn't care about the issue or that she doesn't have opinions on the issue or that she doesn't feel one way or another. But, but there's her, something yeah. going on in her life right now that this baby is fighting for its life. Yeah. So there's and and I've seen so many people that are commenting on again, white people, black people, like, if you're not speaking out, then you don't be careful what you say because yeah. there's also some people that legitimately hang out on social media but don't put a whole lot out there. Yeah. Doesn't mean they don't have a thought on it. So stop being all like mm-hmm. if you didn't say something, you're part of the problem. Yeah. Oh my no. goodness. The- will, okay, all right. We're getting ahead Ooh. of ourselves. Getting okay. ahead of ourselves. All right. Yeah, but okay, just so you know, trigger warning, you you part of the problem. People are gonna get roasted. Okay. <laughs> 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 but so the point being what you were saying is that across the board, yeah, everyone, for the vast majority, yeah. obviously we don't know the mind of every single American. Right. But pretty much everybody agreed that was a problem. That yes. was wrong. And I think everyone also agrees that um, police brutality is wrong. Right. And th- the thing that... Even good police police officers. officers. That's what I have been preaching. It is not a black-white issue. It is not a police-civilian issue. And and this is going to be hard. We're going to start getting into some things that are hard for people to hear. But when when a situation like this happens, the community that is actually most affected Are are the police. Because now you have this bad cop who has now made every cop in America's job exponentially harder yeah we wouldn't have shay lying in a hospital bed right now right if i blame Derek chauvin for that yes i blame him for that the we six officers have... that died yes in the last well when we recorded this up to this point there had been i think six officers that have died that goes back to this guy yes he... now we could talk about mm-hmm. who actually committed those murders but, but the fact of the matter is if he it. hadn't done exactly. that what he did just made life the hardest for cops and the thing good ab- cops it, the the thing about it is that this man destroyed so many people's lives the s- regular and we're people- not negating we need to say this because some people will think that <laughs> george floyd's life mattered Yes. That was murder. Yes. What happened to him was wrong a thousand percent. Yes. We're not negating. We're we're having the conversation saying police brutality is a problem. Yes. 
and yes. his re- and his death was a result of police exactly. brutality. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's and that is something that everyone can agree. That's on, something that everyone that can agree on. Police brutality is a problem, and it's so funny. Like like I was saying before, it's not a black white issue because everyone faces it. It's so funny. Um, and there are white people that have been killed by police that it has not been a justifiable killing. Yes. You may not have heard about them. There may not have been protests about them. But I and I have you can you can Google it. I don't have the list in front of me, but there's you can look up, you know, it's not hard. We have right. <laughs> we have the Internet. You can Google people killed by police. If you want to break it down by race, if you want to break it down by gender, if you want to break it down by age, you can get all of those statistics. So, and, and we all agree on that. And it's so funny because I'm telling people, the people at the top want the people at the bottom to be divided. So they're like, don't look over here. Right. It's a smoke screen. Because if we are together on this issue, then we're going to be now turn and look at them and say, okay, wait, what what are you doing about? Wait, why are you doing this? Why and haven't so, you commented on my Facebook post? Or why do you... You let this stuff happen. And, and there's a couple Ooh. things that I want to, there's a couple things that I want to hit here. Yeah. So it's not a black, white issue. Yes. It's not a left, right issue because yes. remember two weeks ago when conservatives were upset that police officers were outside arresting moms and dads for having their kids play on the playground right. y'all were super mad about that mm-hmm. right and then the the one police officer ca- had his viral video came out saying hey you police officers y'all not about that life you you guys don't want to go up against the entire american public and they don't you know you yeah. guys don't want want that to happen this man got fired yeah Right. So obviously that's something that's a that's a higher up issue. Mm -hmm. And that is something that affected the police. That's affecting normal people. Right. And there are some things just to speak to that incident specifically. There are. And this this goes back to the social media posting as well. Some people don't post things on social media because a they're afraid of losing their job for what they're going to say, no matter what it is that they say or B. They're simply not allowed to comment mm-hmm. on certain issues because of the job that they hold. And right. that is much more common than mm-hmm. I think most people realize is that, believe it or not, your social media reflects your employer. Yes. And so in many cases, there are certain things that you are or aren't allowed to say or you're not allowed to use a platform at all. Or yes. if you do, you have to use a different name. Mm-hmm. So with that officer, even in that case, what he, his message, spot on. I don't know what the rules are there if that was if he got fired because of what he was saying yeah. or if because you're not allowed to use that platform. Yeah. Period or I don't I don't know what was happening there. Yeah. But that that's just another thing that people need to keep in mind. Like just because you have the freedom to say whatever you want, and post doesn't whatever you want, everyone else doesn't does. mean everyone does even if they strongly support or oppose whatever cause right. you are championing or not championing. Which brings us to another thing that I think most people would agree on, hopefully, <laughs> and that is that people are allowed to disagree. Yeah. We should be allowed to have disagreements. You should be able to look at something from a different perspective and that be okay. Yeah. Because in America, that's kind of how we work. You might like Wendy's and I like Chick-fil-A. 
clearly I'm correct, but you're allowed <laughs> to have your wrong opinion. Hey, I, I'll just take both. There you go. Especially yeah. if somebody else is buying. Exactly. I don't care what if it you is. If you pay. Well, no, if you pay for McDonald's. Yeah, mm. I would have to agree there. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with your existence. Next thing <laughs> I think most people would agree is easy to hear is that peaceful protests are inherently American. Yes. Right. The First Amendment specifically gives us Americans the right peacefully to assemble. Okay, now all of you people, this is where some of y'all going to get mad. even if you don't agree with them. Yes. Even if you don't agree with the message, they have the right to peacefully assemble. This is where some of y'all going to get mad. Yeah. Okay? So, people don't like... They're like, y'all upset about the riots. Y'all upset about the riots. People can get upset about riots... <laughs> because they are destroying things right and i've heard some people say like it's It's as if a husband is constantly beating his wife beating his wife beating his wife and then all of a sudden she goes out and kills him now you're going to get mad at her for shooting him no it's as if a husband is beating his wife beating his wife beating his wife she goes out and shoots the neighbor right that's that has That's a nothing. more accurate yes. analogy. Yeah. Okay. And so if you are saying riots are, I mean, I, I don't condemn riots, but I see why it happened. I, 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 I mean, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. And George Floyd's own brother has said, please don't do that. Yes. That is not what my brother would want. That's a not lo- what our family would want. Lots of lots of peaceful protesters, black Black peaceful protesters are sitting here telling white crazy rioters, yes. stop it. What are you doing? They're yes. going to blame this on black people. They're going to say, why are black people destroying their own right. neighborhoods? Like, that, that's so silly. Right. Why in the world would you think that I'm going to go down to the Smiths that I go to and burn it to the ground? What am I going to eat? Yes. Like that, and I have literally had friends on social media that are like, protests are we need protests, and and I don't have a problem with that, and are saying the same things that that you just said you have a problem with, where they're like, well, maybe rioting is bad, but it completely makes sense, and stop focusing on the rioters and stops talking about the rioters, and then hours later say, why is my Walmart closed? <laughs> Why See, is my Walmart boarded up? I can't get the things I want to get. Well, there, there's this thing called cause and effect. Yes, cause and effect. And that goes back to you people who are like, Rioting, well, let them riot. It's fine because of this is what started it. But mm-hmm. it also goes back to the people who were like, um, well, you know, police brutality, that's bad and stuff like that. But it's not as bad as blah, blah, blah. You should also be concerned about police brutality. It's clownish for people to say, well, they have insurance, so they'll be fine. And it's just property damage. It's not a person's life. Sweetheart, maybe you've never owned a business before, or maybe you've never worked your entire life for something. If you have worked for some your entire life for something, and put your heart, sweat, and tears into it, and somebody burns it to the ground, that is your life, not physically, 
but emotionally, spiritually, everything. Yeah. You've invested your life into Everything that. that you've invested, that is the inheritance for your children burned to the ground. Yeah. And no amount of insurance money is going to take care of that. And I've seen arguments addressing that where people say, oh no, they're not we're not burning down local businesses. We're just going after national not chains. True. Not true. It's not true. Not true. It's not true. And that's that's just a fact. It's not true. But at the sa- at the same token, if you guys are worried about the financial aspects of rioting, you should also be worried about the financial aspects of police brutality. Yes. Because I looked at the budget for um, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Officers. And the liability insurance through the roof, through the roof, almost eight million dollars, three million dollars more than what it was before. I'm telling you, if people and by the way, your taxes. Yep, exactly. Pay for that. Exactly. So some people are losing on all sides and all and and. People are going and burning down their neighborhoods yes. so they don't have anything to eat. And then the police officers that started the whole thing are bankrupting the city because you know George Floyd's family yeah. is going to And we're not saying that the Vegas police, obviously, they didn't exactly. start that. And in fact, some of you guys might not know this, but the Vegas Police Department, their, um, I believe it's their de-escalation policy right. and training, is actually used around the country yes. as an example yes. of things that police departments should do well, and we're going to talk more about about the whole police side of this yes. and unions and qualified yes. immunity, all of that yes. we're going to cover. Might not be in this one, might be part three, but we're going to get through a few more things that are easy to hear uh, for most people. But before, I had a, a caveat on the peaceful protests here, and that is that people need to be able to separate a message from a method yes. and say, I can support a message without having to support a method. And mm-hmm. we saw this just uh, uh, just now, if you're listening to the podcast, a few weeks ago, if you're listening on, on the radio, but where, uh, and this is just a, a, just, just an example, okay? Don't everybody decide to hate me all at once. Where Drew Brees came out and I he was you. specifically <laughs> asked <laughs> about... Um, about uh, if he would, he wasn't asked if he would kneel, but how he would, if he'll support essentially kneeling during the national anthem during football games. And his response was, no, I will never support kneeling during the national anthem. And then there was all, and, and he explained why, and because my grandfather fought for this country and I support the flag and I support America, basically like a oorah, I love America type thing. Out of touch with what was happening in our country and our culture at the time, he didn't mention George Floyd, he didn't talk about police brutality, he just focused on the flag, which was in fact the question he was asked, but he could have phrased it differently. He ended up issuing multiple apologies and things of this nature. But the but I think the flag issue is a is a relevant discussion to have in this context because that is an instance where I think you can separate the message from the method and people can disagree on a method that would be appropriate or not and that needs to be okay like we can all agree that police brutality is a problem that we have a problem with police brutality yes and but that- we don't have to support the method. In which you are communicating your message. And that, that goes back be- to that meme. Remember that meme that I'm sure everyone has seen it. It's Colin Kaepernick kneeling and then Derek Chauvin kneeling on um, George Floyd's neck. Mm. And they said, if you do you see why he did it now? If you're more OK with this type of kneeling than this type of kneeling, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. It's people can disagree 
on the method. When right. we w- try to peacefully protest, you're upset. But then when we n- now tr- you say we need to peacefully protest, peacefully protest. T- and peace- it hasn't worked. Nothing has changed. Exactly. Our country hasn't made any progress. You've seen the memes. Yep. I'm not doing a great job describing it, but you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. No. And, and, and I'm going to leave Colin Kaepernick out of it because he's just a polarizing figure. Yeah. But. Brandon Marshall, who used to play for the Broncos and then for the... Great guy. Amazing guy. We've met him. We've met his mom. Incredible family. Super nice. He also knelt during the national anthem. Yeah. Totally put on blast by people all over the world. Well, mostly Americans, I guess, because the world doesn't care. (laughs) But but, um, he's a guy that's doing incredible things. Yes. In his community, yeah. across the country. This community. This community. This Las commu- Vegas. Las he comes Vegas. to Las Vegas yes. every year this is and works community. with young people. Yeah, he grew up. He's from Vegas. His family still lives here. I don't have to put him on blast no. for kneeling. No. Even though that is a method that I disagree with. Yeah. But I don't disagree with the message that he's trying to put out. Right. So, bearing that in mind... If you were a person who was, if you were on the boycott Nike train, or if you were the I'm going to buy Colin Kaepernick's shoe train. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that I won't also, and I have a podcast on why I think you should not kneel during the anthem. But that is my perspective on why that method is not good. Not the message. Right. And so people say, well, what method do you want? I don't know. Like, I really don't sure. know. Yes. I really don't know the answer to that question because it's going to be different for every single right. person. And it can be, it's going to be different in a different context. Right. So. Right. But, and that's where people need to have grace to where they can yeah. separate and say, I don't like the method being used. And that people that are using certain methods are saying, okay, we can agree on this, but you don't like this. That doesn't mean that I have to put you... The, the cancel culture drives me crazy. Yeah, like, I wasn't on that boycott Nike trade. And the memes that came out of that were fire. <laughs> oh, I love Nike. I'm wearing Nikes right now. I don't care that... Colin Kaepernick's life does not affect my footwear. If anything, for boycotting Nike, we can look at their child labor yes, factories yes, in thank China. thank you. Okay? <laughs> if we're gonna If we're going to talk about why we should cancel Nike... Let's talk about something that's like a real um, deep yes, problem. Uh, yeah, that's not. N- both of them are problems. Both Police are problems. brutality yeah, and child that. labor are both problems. Yes, yes but I'm, I meant Colin Kaepernick yeah. is not a reason for me not to wear Nikes. Yeah. If you want to talk me out of wearing Nikes, go with the Chinese child yes. labor and that will that will get you further. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, it's just a silly debate and people want to stake their, people want to stake friendships over memes. That's, oh my goodness. If you're doing that. Or or they post a photo that says, if you think this is okay, unfriend unfriend me me now. Okay. Oh goodness. That just cancels out everything that we've been saying culturally that we need. We need to have a conversation. We need to listen to different perspectives. And then you're all like. Here's my meme that I found today. If you don't like it, click the unfollow button. Yeah. I, How is that helpful? That is so silly. That also, is, you probably shouldn't share that meme if that's what you think when you share it. Yeah. I Well, I I, I wouldn't go that far because I, I've seen people like, we're a police family and if you don't like us, un- yeah. S- stop crying. Cr- stop 
crying on the internet. Please. <laughs> if you are too fragile to have social media, then turn it off. No. Okay? That's what I have to say. You are, ma'am, you're 47 years old. You don't need to be crying on social media. You don't need to say, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. You're not my friend anymore. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Don't be mad at your little first and grader also, when they do it. It's not social media. I know this is going to be shocking to some people. Is but not social media is not real life and it is not a good venue for actually having a conversation. You have seen it. The conversations and comments that last days, weeks, months, and never go anywhere or help anybody. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't. If somebody posts something like that, you don't have to like it. You don't have to anger face it. You don't have to comment on it. You don't have to do anything. Believe it or not, you do not have to interact on social media. Right. And I here's just a pro tip for those of you that like to post a little angry face on ridiculous <laughs> videos or ridiculous memes. And conversely, if yes. you hit, like to like things that you think are cool. Well, no, no, no. Not conversely. Okay. Just the angry face. Okay, just the angry or face. Or just the, you know, whatever. If you think something is really, really bad, don't put an angry face on it. Because what it does is it shows so we're talking angry Facebook face, specifically yeah. right now. Angry face, heart, smiley face, all of the things. Yes. And it's not until you click into it that shows who how you actually right. respond. So it just shows that you interacted with it in one of these ways. In one of these ways. But nobody else knows which way unless they go and work for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm seeing Crystal Heath and then it's like you may have put an angry face, but it says smile, heart, caring, and then angry mm -hmm. face. Crystal Heath. Yeah, and the felt headline one is things. like police officer drowns puppies in pond. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So no. so did she all I think is Crystal like that? Crystal is trash. Like, right. right. So do not interact with it thinking right. that you're going to. No, no, no. You just keep scrolling by that. Okay. So do you have any more on the easy things for most people to hear? Um, that you want to get in I before we wrap up? Or you think we, we've started to venture far into yes. the next few topics. Yes. And we're at a point where we need to, uh, we need to stop part two and have a part three. Yes. The last but, thing that we could say is that everyone should be kind to everyone. Everyone should be. Yes. That is. This is a thing that you should have learned in preschool. If you have not figured it out yet and you are listening to this podcast, let's work on that. Yes. Just be nice. Let's be nice Take to our friends. thumpers, mothers, words to heart. You can't say something nice, especially on social media, then please just don't say it all. Not saying that you can't say something that might be hard to hear, but just be nice. Be kind. And also, okay, I had one more thing on my easy things to hear list. And that is that, for those of you that have not heard, the coronavirus took a few weeks off. Yeah. It's just not affecting anybody. So if you needed to do things. Go out there. You just, you should get them done now because... That and is she means now before five o'clock in the yes. afternoon when everything is closed. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you outside of Vegas, um, our stores have been closing early because of concerns about what could be happening in evenings. Which is horrible for us. Like, it is amplified it is. for us because in Vegas, everything stays open all always. the time. Always. It is, I can we get, get so spoiled here. Yes. I, I went, I don't remember where we were. We went someplace, and I was like, oh, let's just go get this. 
And my mom was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, let's just go get the thing that we need. <laughs> and she was like, everything is closed. And what, I was like, what do you mean? What, Clo- what is this closed what is you this are speaking of? closed business. So yeah. yeah, so stuff closing and not only closing, but closing at five. Yeah, it's no. like the end of the world. In I Las know Vegas. we are we are very we're so spoiled. spoiled. All right, part three. <laughs> part three is where things are gonna get real interesting, people. <laughs> so if you have made it this far, congratulations. We love you, and uh, we I appreciate would, I, you I being I'm willing to we. listen to us. I love you, Renita. May not so much. Renita um, doesn't. She doesn't feel that type of commitment so easily. Yeah, I'm just trying to be godly. Because, (laughs) but when we, for part three, we're going to talk about things we've changed our minds on, things we've learned, maybe things that are hard to hear. I have a feeling we're not going to get very far in the next one. We have four more topics. I think it's probably going to take us two more episodes. We'll see what happens. Thanks for being with us. Join us again. If you're on iTunes or SoundCloud, you can just keep listening. If you are listening on 101.1 FM uh, next Saturday, we will be back with part three on our conversation on race, religion, where our nation goes from here, how we can practically interact, and we will see you next time.